Welcome to another Ramsden podcast. And today I'm here with Sasha and Chris Jolliffe. Is it Jolliffe? Yeah. Am I pronouncing that right? Jolliffe. It's easy enough, wasn't it? Jolliffe. <laughs> How are you doing, guys? Good, Jess. Really good. Thank you very much for having us. Awesome. Well, great to have you here. And also, sorry, I didn't I didn't introduce Benny. Sorry, Benny the dog is also here, off camera slightly, down the bottom there. <laughs> Benny. Say hello, Benny. Awesome. Benny. So, and Benny Jolliffe. Benny well, Jolliffe. Yeah, he's just trying to Benny Jolliffe. Um, climb under my t-shirt. So oh. he's so polite. <laughs> he normally knocks with his paw um, three times. And then you just have to lift your shirt and he just goes under. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Are you on a laptop, by the way? Yes. Could you tilt it down a little bit? Because then we could see him doing that. That'd be really cute. <laughs> Uh, maybe uh, we can't see. Yeah, that that's all right. So if he pops his head up, we can see him. That's cute. Nice, nice. Oh, there he is. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's that's basically it. So that's that's what perfect. Where we go, we pretty much he <clears throat> will just do that. So you guys are both animal rights activists, right? That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Could you tell us a bit about what you do? Of course. Um, well, there are various things. First of all, uh, we are both organisers at We the Free. Uh, we the Free is a British Canadian um, uh, charity organisation. Uh, they arrange uh, street activism, uh, street out outreach. They're also involved in uh, volunteering at animal sanctuaries, providing food for animal sanctuaries. They also organise the events for um providing food for the houseless and um, again vegan nutritious food uh, in conjunction with the local uh, uh, vegan businesses um uh, they have various other um um events to support uh, vegan activists they also support other um, um sort of um grassroots organizations such as we stand for the animals absolutely fantastic organization at the moment mainly around london uh sentience which is in brighton and hove um that's a new um um uh, organizations starting as well and we used to mm -hmm. support uh, anonymous for the voiceless as well we were very very big supporters of that uh, but now of course we're focusing more on we the free because we organizers of that and our area is yeah. winchester southampton bournemouth and dorchester at the moment so we do um amazing quite a lot of that so so you're here today for the weirdest reason this is the, the way we met and and the reason i brought you guys on it's, it's such a strange thing so so apparently um benny's dead um basically that's why we're here today the dog that you've just uh <laughs> just shown is crawling up on your t-shirt apparently he's dead because you were the guys who uh got into a big well i guess got attacked online by i don't know hundreds of people is, is it thousands i don't know but i know at least hundreds right because apparently you took benny to the vegan campout festival and benny died uh, and and that's why we're here today, right? So for those that are like, what? Sorry, what the? What do you? What did you just say? <laughs> Could you give us the overview? What the hell happened? Uh, well, uh, briefly, okay, we've been uh, approached by a friend of ours uh, on the way to the tent, um, you know, saying, "Oh, by the way, we just sent you a message. There is, um, you know, Benny uh, apparently is now as a celebrity." Um, and but generally, um, genuinely, they were really concerned because minutes before the whole thing um uh blew up 
um, that they saw us, they talked to us. So they were really concerned for Benny's welfare, naturally. Mm. So it's like, oh, no, we didn't know anything about it. So uh, we feel like, oh, it's just, you know, uh, that's just social media, I guess. Mm. Um, at the time, mm. uh, the signal was really poor at the VCO, or at least for us. So we we would pay no mind to it because we thought it's just another thing, you know, anti-VCO. Mm. Um, and then we, uh, when we finally got the signal and uh, we just started seeing messages from people, um, uh, what uh, concerned me was that I started receiving religious, uh, religious messages saying that the God was angry mm. with me. Uh, and that that would burn in, burn in hell. Um, there were pictures from some strange profiles uh, of nooses and the executioners, you know, that you you, you deserve to die and uh, um, you need to be put in the microwave. It was really, really, really tough to deal with. So uh, I did not respond to any of those, um, but they literally mm. hundreds. Um, somehow they found out who we were. Um, I don't know how. You know, someone must have, you know, tagged us at some of, on some of mm. the posts. I don't know. Um, and then, um, so we then started sort of looking online and there were um, a post where people adamantly were saying, sadly, dog died after having collapsed over heat exhaustion. Uh, they said that we um, apparently were he collapsed and we were pouring water over the dog uh, but eventually he died and we just stuffed him in the bag and walking around dragging him around the camp out and making jokes that he was a ghost um, and right. uh, they were sharing this and it's all stemmed from a simple picture of Joey Carbstrong who found it amusing a dog climbing into a bag like Joey kangaroo like a joey baby mm. and that's what yeah. that's what benny does you know you just put um <clears throat> get the bag out he clumps in the bag and we just carry him so in the summer he's got a cooling bag in the winter he's got a winter bag um so mm. and he goes to all our activism events there's so much footage of benny you know in the bag doing activism mm. with us because that's what he likes doing you know so and um so Joey then posted, oh, um, Joey approached us. We were on the way mm. to back to the tent, um, you know, mm. so that we could just then do whatever we need to be doing, you know, so that we could go back and, you know, see other, you know, um, uh, animal rights um, talks, etc. So on the way back, <clears throat> by that time, you know, we were just really worried because it's like, what is actually going on? You know, then we bumped into Joey again, who then uh, decided that he was going to make a video. Um, um, so, well, Benny is very much alive. This is just conspiracy theorist, you know, so. And uh, um, and I must have said something during that time. It's like, well, he, he must be a ghost or something. It was just a right. random comment, you know, or, or he's not a ghost. He is very much alive. So, and I think stem, stem, uh, it stemmed from that, that, you know, then okay. I was okay. making jokes and laughing about um, uh, where there were genuinely concerned people out there and we're making jokes about it which was not the case at all and uh, that was the end of it and uh, mm. then uh, later on in the evening we received um 
sort of so much support from the people at the VCO, uh, including yourselves, guys. That's how we bumped into each other. Um, you know, it was already getting dark and it was really nice and cool. We were having dinner, etc. So, and a lot of people were coming up to us like, can we please take a photo of dog? Because we were really concerned and we need to make sure, you know, um, that people know that the dog is mm. fine. And um, that was the end of it. The next morning, um, another person then um, <clears throat> came up to us and a very good friend of us, actually. Um, uh, they do a lot of activism with us. And they uh, posted a video um, saying, Benny, you're alive, you're alive, you're alive and well. And uh, uh, just, he's just being shy, you know, so ears down, you know, head down and, you know, <laughs> Uh, looking quite sweet and cute, you know, that's what he does. But people again misinterpreted and started spreading words that he's not happy at all, you know, that the collar mm. on him that he actually came with from the um, rescue center, it was specially designed for him because he's got um you know some kind of condition it's a hip dysplasia mm -hmm. so he had an operation he needs a lot of care so it's mm -hmm. a special call and a special um leash that was designed and funded uh um, by the rescue center and it's part of the condition adoption condition that he has to wear that um, okay. together with all the tags etc and um but people again were taking it out of context and saying that we're abusing the dog and that the, the collar is too big, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, then there were uh, in the same post where the person spread uh, across many vegan platforms saying that sadly this dog died and there was a picture that was taken from Joey's page and it's saying that RSPCA were on site and they mm. were raiding the tents. Uh, and taking the dogs away from people. Um, mm. And that's pretty much it. And uh, so, and I was asked by one of the friends saying, can you please issue a statement? And it's mm. like, I'm not being dragged into this drama. But as sure, soon as sure. I found out what happened, and I know that my it was devastating for my family, for our families, you know, this is when I thought, like, right, when you get my family involved in this, that's when I'm going to res respond. And I responded with saying, well, this is what's happened. This is the this is the dog. This is Benny. But there was absolutely mm. nothing we can do or say at the time. You know, they were saying that you were mm. taking pictures. The Those pictures you're posting were before he died. Almost as if people wanted something, for something bad to happen. And they were just mm. literally going on and on and on and on about it until it became their truth to yeah, fit yeah. their uh, mindset or whatever that was you know so if you have a problem with vco or anybody else just keep my family out of it please at the time when i found this out you guys explained this to me you know, it was i guess this was before you got you'd seen the the uh, kind of aftermath and all the messages because we were laughing about it well this is hilarious you know that's right the dog's right here it was all very funny but i guess since then you got home got on the internet and actually got proper connection and now right. you're like oh wait a minute shit this this is not this is not as you know it's not as uh easy and funny as it was before people are really going mental about this as i found out as well and Believe it or not, I, f I found you guys, actually. I found your name through someone doxing you, uh, actually, and calling you Tory scum. Um, this is what I actually found you, and, and believe it or not, yeah, that we'll get into that later on as well, um, which is just 
matters. We've got a lot to get through today. So first things first, let's start at the beginning. What what would drive someone, do you think, to um, see that photo of Joey Carbstrong with the with um, the doggo, right? And and to uh, and fair enough, in the photo, um, he he's not looking his best, <laughs> as in like it's not a flattering photo. I don't mean that he looks bad. I mean, but I mean like I mean he's not going to win any modeling jobs with that shot. But but I mean, you know what what wh- when we see that kind of photo in every other kind of, you know, walk of life, you'd be like, oh, that that's funny. Oh, that dog looks kind of sleepy, cute, stupid, whatever you want to call it, goofy. But in this context, because it's Joey, um, you know, they decided to turn it and make it into a, this dog suffering and now dead. Mm-hmm. Why would someone do that, in your opinion? Do you, do you actually know the answer? Like, why has someone done this and fabricated a story out of this? It's uh, very hard to answer. I'm laughing. Sorry, I'm laughing because the other one is absolutely going for it right now. Huh? <laughs> They're like little brothers there. Although we uh, we adopted Ringo only a few weeks ago. Ringo, just, sorry, I forgot yeah, his name. Ringo is, they're absolutely inseparable. So we'll, we'll keep okay. them in lap. I think now. We get him uh, in lap, sorry. They're here. Yeah, I just keep him, you can hang out. Yeah, yeah. He's all good. Yeah. Uh, Ringo, he's a minpin, but according to mm. the uh, dog uh, experts online, apparently he's a Dachshund. Um, okay. So, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> that's a bigger drama than this isn't it let's mm. let's definitely skip that one i'll cause i'll cause way way more drama but um, um so yeah what 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 do you think why did someone do that yeah why did someone make this up i have no answer to that okay somebody must have mm. been really 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 angry mm. at both the visio uh vegan camp out mm. and joey carbstrong there is uh yeah, there is uh it, it's evident uh there is a lot of evidence you know that there is a lot of um hate and they were using that you know they just played into their mm. um game and it was just mm. it suited their um their narrative and agenda uh, otherwise there is no other in, in, in explanation um for mm. somebody uh you know to say that sadly this dog died and it's they, crazy and, isn't it uh, one thing i want to add to that is those people they um you know they they do care for the animals there's no doubt about that you know they are mm. activists they're vegan and we all want to end speciesism and yet they would do such a thing because it's a dog had it been our child would they do that as mm. a human child mm. that is the question so if they would not do that if it was a if he was a human child then that actually shows that they're not quite 100 percent anti-speciesist mm. yeah. it's a good point there's a big hypocrisy there wouldn't yeah. it isn't there because you know if there were if people were against a like another festival, let's imagine people were against Glastonbury Festival mm-hmm. and uh, someone took their kid there. Uh, it would be like, okay, you're against this festival. Would you, would you, would you say like, oh, this person's baby or this person's you know young child died to make a to make a, some kind of political point to try to get people to hate the festival? No, no probably not, right? And again, even to forget Glastonbury, forget it, just a VCO. Would they make the same point for VCO? Would would they do that about a kid? Yeah. Of course they wouldn't. So you're right. That's you called out a big hypocrisy there for mm-hmm. whoever this individual is. Um, I assume they wouldn't do it for that reason. They're just using an animal, right? Yeah. To to get their goals, exactly. which is basically what we're supposed to be against. Was it, I was gonna say it's that photo was um, anywhere else, nothing to do with VCO or nothing to do with Joey Carbstrong, would it? 
would it have been out and about and would people have reacted or is it just because it was affiliated with those two or we'll never know i guess Oh, there's Benny again with his yeah. funny face. So what I'll do is, okay, I'm going to uh, put them on uh, because I think it's time for them to go to bed. I'll leave you with Chris okay. for a few minutes. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's probably a good idea, I think. <laughs> Just for the sake of the noise alone, I yeah. think. So, 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 someone used, so someone used you and your dogs uh, as, a, as, a, as a method, uh, let's say, to to try and cancel VCO basically and try and cancel people at VCO because it wasn't just you and your dogs they were we're going to get onto that in a minute they were also can, trying to cancel everyone who who took a dog and yeah. actually anyone who was at VCO um, they they really tried this year more than I've I've seen any other year what what why why did you guys and your dogs become the center of an anti VCO campaign um, why did this even happen? Why, why is there an anti-VCO campaign in the first place that needed to, or that they felt that where they felt they needed to use you and your dogs as a, as a vessel for that? You know, what, what's, what do you think, uh, where do you think that comes from? I mean, I've had Jordan on here before we've discussed some of it, but I'm curious to know what, what your thoughts are on, on, you know, what would drive them to go so, so far? Uh, well, um, from what I know, um, before the actual VCO, I asked um, somebody on, uh, it was on Facebook, I'm not going to name them, uh, and they said, what, do you, what is the actual problem? And they said mm. that they have a personal dislike of the organiser. Mm, um, okay. So, but again, I don't really want to get into hearsay, but I've got a screenshot of that. And I, but I, again, sure. I don't really want to be getting into screenshot culture, uh, which is no. actually very, uh, prominent in the vegan um, uh, world, unfortunately. So that's just one of the reasons. Um, and they were just um, accusing VCO uh, not a vegan uh, vegan uh, festival. It's more to make money. Well, let's just first of mm. all let's talk about that. You know, uh, vegan campout is a business. Okay, yeah. so although you know activism etc. is one of the main objectives, but another objective of that is to make money, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely okay. oh, totally. And uh, they, exactly, they're the biggest uh, social event, uh, the biggest social event, you know, that uh, got 15,000 people together. Uh, it's my, my personal first festival ever, apart from the one that I volunteered at, which is Ball of Sevens, which is a completely different ball game. I'm not even going to compare the two. And I was really pleasantly surprised how animal rights activism oriented the event was mm. uh you know Definitely. so and it's very civilized it's very well coordinated it's a very well organized um event and i will definitely do it again and i'm just thinking you know the the bigger the event grows then they will have a negotiating power uh then to mm. um uh, then say well actually we will come back to you next year but we don't want mm. these activities activities taking place uh, on the grounds of the uh, stanford hall and within the vicinity yeah. um no, that oh, makes sense so and that's uh, that's that was it again not trying to get into the gossip and it's like it's mainly sure. uh, personal uh, it's very very personal it feels that way and it's all it's almost like i mean um the question I'd like to ask these people, if any of them happen to be listening, is Jordan is a is an avid festival goer. He loves festivals, right? Mm -hmm. He's he's this is he's obsessed with them. He goes to so many, as many as he can. 
Uh, he just loves it, the vibe, the music festivals vibe. He, he's well into it. So he was always going to be some kind of festival organizer. Mm-hmm. Would you rather he organized un unve just completely non not non vegan festivals? I don't mean like that, but would you rather he organized festivals that were not focused on activism and and veganism? Instead, would you rather he made a festival that was music but just had vegan food and then has absolutely nothing? Or would you rather actually? Would you rather he hosted a non vegan festival? Would you rather Jordan wasn't vegan? and hosted non-vegan festivals because i feel like when we argue against him and doing this festival it's, that's kind of what we're saying isn't it we're saying yes. go and go and organize coachella jordan or go and do glastonbury don't do a vegan festival mm-hmm. it's 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 such a strange i've never quite understood it it's like what would you rather have you know what i mean but um back to back to your story again um and and you know the situation one thing i noticed is that after it came to light that this was all a lie mm-hmm. right and i've been looking at people's posts and I saw a few people, they, they still, a few of them, you know, gave, put their hands up and said, you know what? Yeah. All right. It was, it wasn't true. Okay. But they couldn't let it go. Right. They still had to have another dig. And the second dig they came for to try to save face, I suppose, was to say that you still shouldn't have had your dog there because it was too hot. And everyone who took their dogs to this camp out festival was, uh, was an animal abuser because of the heat. Uh, what, what do you, what do you, I'm sure you've got something to say about that. What, what's your take on this? They switched lanes, didn't they? Yeah. The dog didn't die, but you're still evil, right? So, so what do you think? Of, what do you make of that? Because when we went, we were thinking, because we saw the temperature was going to be going up. But I had yeah. in my mind at any time, we can leave. If it gets too hot, we can go. And we know if the dog gets oh, too yeah. hot. So we, we just sort of played it by ear. But when we got there, the temperatures weren't as bad as as they were saying, or at least they didn't feel as bad with those loads of shade there because yeah. there's the woods area, there's trees everywhere, there's there's big um, big tents, loads of big tents there. Um, and, yeah, it's, it, you didn't need to be in the sun. And there's a good breeze there as well. I, I, it was very breezy. Yeah. In fact, it was very oh, Friday afternoon when they were, we arrived. It's actually very cold. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people struggled sleeping in the tents overnight because it got so cold. Yeah. So and uh... so so wait. Are you telling me? Sorry, sorry. Can I just interrupt there? Sorry, Tash, Sasha, and Chris, activists, vegans, and animal rights activists. Are you telling me that you you are vegans, animal rights activists, and uh, responsible dog people? Is that is that what you're trying to? Are you telling me you care about the well being of your? This is blowing my mind. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that vegans and activists would care about dogs enough to consider leaving a festival if it got too hot. Mm. bloody hell it's amazing stuff guys really mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't it mad though that you have to explain this i'm sorry i find mm. it crazy that we were sat here having to explain the bloody painfully obvious but mm. yeah you're totally i agree with you by the way the temperature it got the hottest on what the saturday maybe like oh, yeah. saturday afternoon right it got but it wasn't it didn't never got to the unbearable heat that was predicted mm-hmm. that's the point yeah. isn't it it didn't get to that like 25 26 something like that yeah. 26 uh, 27 apparently recorded uh, okay. in the sun and then consistently between 22 and 24 in the shade um and that's what's been recorded um during yeah. that time uh but either way you know um uh, all the dogs were looked after and uh, uh yeah. and like just like you said you know it's a shame that we're having to explain ourselves you know as if you know 15,000 people would allow anything bad to happen to any animal right mm. you know especially 15,000 people that care about animals because they're there yeah. because it's a vegan festival and not there because 
And then the other reason, like the good guys went. Oh, we were going to turn a blind eye, weren't we? We were all going to turn a blind eye if we saw if we saw anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, all of us vegans and activists, we we're just going to let it go. Crazy, isn't it? Like people would even assume that. And activists are usually quite vocal about things that they dislike. So they would have, someone would have said or expressed something. You would imagine if they thought at any point that the dog, dogs weren't in a good situation. They, <laughs> with ours in particular, Benny, we've had for over five years now, and he he doesn't bother with the heat. He'll go out and sunbathe in the garden by like slightest bit of sun in any temperature, and then come back in when it gets too hot and. Like out on a walk, I think we've seen him panting maybe two or three times ever. Like we, we walk him two or three times a day. And well, with like that, that again, uh, you have to be really careful with that. You know, when you say, uh, you know, he did not pant because when somebody said that, that the dog was not even panting, people still use that against us. Well, which means that something yeah. must have been wrong with the dog if he was not panting. Right. There's absolutely nothing yeah. we could do or say, yeah. uh, you know, that would, um, you know, uh, convince people that the dog is safe because they wanted something bad to happen mm -hmm. so oh yeah. yeah it felt like that felt I, I read that I, one yeah one activist i saw who i actually respect i'm not going to name names because that's not what we're doing here yeah. but i got a lot of respect for this guy you know he's a london-based activist and um, we've worked together and i like him he seems very based and very grounded on a lot of things but he was one of the people who shared this and then um he he got someone messaged him and he posted this thing up i guess to try and show that he didn't want this but someone messaged him and said or commented saying uh, i i feel you're almost disappointed that the dog didn't die mm -hmm. because because now you don't have a narrative to push yeah. and he he was responding to saying like what the hell like why would why would anybody think that i would want that you know mm -hmm. and and the reason people would think that he would want that is because him and so many others was so bloodthirsty for it. Yeah. If you know the speed that this thing went round and the hatred and vitriol that came towards you so rapidly, yeah. it's almost like people were excited for for it to yeah. to come after you, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, there was no regard for anybody there, and the fact is, we were at the camp out. There was no signal. Nobody could get hold of us properly, mm. and the family saw uh, saw it at home. You know, yeah. it was absolutely horrendous yeah. thing to do, and people completely disregarded that. And I, when I was trying to explain to people, she's like, "Well, okay, fine. The dog was there. Dog is fine right now. Can you please show mm. some kind of remorse of what we have been put through?" Hmm. You know, but there was uh, um, there were a few apologies, and they we received very nice messages from people after they found out who the dogs uh, was and who the people hmm. were. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, uh, which was really really good. But like yeah. you said, there's a lot of people who just did not want to let go. Actually, just sit with it for a minute and just think what it must have been like. Somebody hmm. said. Uh, what happened was um, uh, there were a few people that went and raided our profiles and took our profile pictures, screenshotted them and sent them to our uh, business partners. They were posting them on our business pages yeah. saying, meet the murderers. Yeah, I do on my business Jeez. Facebook pages. <laughs> You're a murderer sort of thing. And my Facebook pages are nothing to do with veganism, they're to do with health and fitness and yeah, I was getting all these posts and I was having to go around my pages trying to work out where all these posts were and trying to get rid of them. And yeah, and it's just, it was just based on nothing. Just, it's not pleasant being called a murderer, but then it, when people try and twine it with your business as well, 
mm-hmm. way family can see yeah. us. And the, um, you see, a few minutes later, when we went to see one of the talks, uh, we spent quite a lot of time in uh, one of the tents because it's actually quite pleasant breeze that flowing and through it mm. and we just sat down you know and people were just coming and taking pictures of benny and ringo and one of the pictures that i received was having uh, a person in the background uh, laying on the grass and they looked passed out and i'm just thinking why nobody's picking on that mm. i'm not mm. doing uh, it's it sounds like uh, um you know i'm getting into what about is and which like it's exactly the same thing mm. but that just would not suit the narrative yeah because there's mm, lots of, of things that could have been done. Like, I had a couple of friends call me, or one was in tears. She thought Benny had died. Mm-hmm. Um, and she mm. was at VCO at the time, so she'd seen us early in the day. And there's there was so many opportunities for people to ask questions before Jump. sharing and jumping to conclusions. They could have posted on the VCO page saying, is this true? Mm. And then someone would have picked up it and got us in touch. Or can someone get in touch with these people and get an actual statement? But, yeah. But that would have been too easy. To be fair, I I think I did see a few people had uh, done that, but they were more people who were curious. They were like, hey, is it true? And VCO was like, no, it's not true. And I think, you know, there were a couple of casual, you know, casual viewers that were like that. But you're, you're right. The ones who um, they were very quick to jump, like I said, almost bloodthirsty in the speed that they were getting into this. I saw... I saw it posted everywhere. I really did in, in almost every vegan group and not also in, in non-vegan groups. I saw it posted in generic dog groups. So, you know, this is this is wild. It goes to another level here. It's like not only are you mm-hmm. uh, causing so much crap in, in the vegan spaces, which alone is is bad, you're also now going to get get people who are not vegan involved and have them see a vegan festival and, and them believe that they've a vegan festival with vegans killed a dog. I mean... You know, it's almost like the person who did started this rumor could have been an anti-vegan. Mm. I mean, you know what I mean? And if they weren't, if they are, were a vegan, they did a better job than any anti-vegan could have done. Yeah. When you think about it, right? It's absolutely. It's, it's actually yeah. like infiltrated uh, even, it feels right. like. You're absolutely right. And uh, the worrying thing, I responded to some people, you know, that it's a shame that uh, people were concerned about the reputation of the veganism more than the mm. actual welfare of the dog and the family uh, because mm. they were saying it's like oh it makes vegans look bad uh, mm. <laughs> so it, it, it's it, it's very very sad but it's also very devastating you know mm. um for for us and but you know we we can't even explain enough that nothing bad happened mm. Uh, it, mm-hmm. So people were saying, you know, dogs shouldn't have been there. And somebody this afternoon, it, the saga continues. This afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, somebody said there were just when I mentioned, like it, it looks like more of a VCO and anti-vegan propaganda to me. And uh, somebody said, well, there's so many reasons to be anti-VCO. It's like there's so many v- uh, reasons to be anti-anything. But just keep mm-hmm. keep my family out of it, please. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. When I, when I saw, so when I came across this, uh, I thought, I wondered if this might've been the reason that you specifically were targeted. Like if uh, I wondered, so, so I saw that someone had shared a screenshot of your um, profile, Sasha, and uh, it, it said that you were, a, I don't know, a conservative representative for your locality. Right. And they were saying, oh, it all makes, the, the post said, it all makes sense now. Tory scum. That's what the person was saying. Yeah. And at that moment I thought to myself, 
is this what's driven all of this? Is this potentially that someone who knows you saw Joey with, with your dog and said, oh, I know who these people are and I've wanted to get them for a long time. So I'm going to, because I, I know this sounds like a conspiracy theory, but, but I saw a lot of people do have and did have issues with, with the fact that, that you, of what you were doing politically. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've had a lot of conversations, tough conversations, and potentially even people have tried to cancel you for this in the past as well. Mm-hmm. So, so kind of let's get into Did I, did I say it right? You're, is it conservative representative? Is that the correct way of putting it? Or like what, what exactly are you, are you doing? Yeah. Is that both of you, by the way, as well? Or is it just you, Sasha? Just Sasha. Just like, Sasha. Okay. Cool. Um, so I'm a member of Conservative Party, um, but I am also okay. a, a candidate f- um, uh, for a local councillor as a Conservative okay. candidate. Mm. Uh, I am also a member of uh, Conservative Animal Welfare Foundation. I am also a member of Vegan Conservatives, and uh, it's it's very very hard uh, because because people again attack me for my political position not giving it a second thought um Mm. and uh, to be honest tory scum is probably the politest way of somebody actually describing me Uh, particularly following the incident with benny um so and uh I was explaining the reasons behind it and uh, as to why uh, I chose to be a member of of this political party, particularly in the area that we live in. I can talk about it if the questions uh, arise, but right now that's not the point. Mm -hmm. Um, An animal um, abolitionist approach that I take is part of that. So I am actually very active in making uh, the local, um, um, which is called Unitary Authority, which is the BCP, it's Bournemouth Christchurch in Pool. It's a massive area. It's got half a million people here. And I'm fighting with my colleagues, uh, conservative colleagues on the ground um, to make the council vegan. And I have received okay. a lot of support from my colleagues because people don't realize that conservatives on the ground are not what you see in parliament. Mm-hmm. And that's what okay. people must understand. Okay, so Sorry, you guys need to just kill the dogs. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Is it possible that whoever did this did this because of this, because of your your you know stature and status with the Conservative Party? Or would you say that's going too far down a conservative rabbit hole? No, not at all. You're absolutely right to make that point uh, because I was, um, you know, scrutinized as an animal rights activist and as a vegan uh, for being a member of Conservative Party. So uh, you make a really, really good point there. And uh, I was deleted or cancelled even, you know, and unfriended, whatever you call it, you know, blocked, you know, because of my political uh, uh, position, even though that personally, I have not done anything bad to those people. But um, but unfortunately, just like what we were saying earlier, it's bloodthirsty as soon as I, uh, because if they ha- if they were to talk to me, they would know the truth. And that would not fit with their narrative. And in order to continue yeah. with that narrative, continue to their mindset, uh, uh, you know, they needed to get me out the way so that I wasn't able to comment. I wasn't able to uh, present my side of the argument mm. and that their position will then become stronger. Yeah, it it feels like, you know, 
it's almost like you're like the almost the perfect enemy of the kind of average let's say the, the, the kind of general vegan you come across mm -hmm. with the expected political views and the expected attitude uh, or, or let's say the stereotypical attitude or stereotypical mm -hmm. political views because everybody assumes that a vegan is this archetype this far left antifa uh radical who is uh you know extremely aggressive and screams at people online and blah 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 that's the stereotype vegans get slapped with mm -hmm. and and you in this case have unfortunately this whole situation has kind of proven in some some cases the stereotype to be true for some people because you've been perceived to be someone who has uh, uh you know apparently been hurting an, an animal right and, and they got taken out of context and it, well, it didn't happen and it got blown out of proportion because it didn't happen and it went bigger and bigger and bigger nobody checked the check the facts mm -hmm. and then they doubled down when they found out you were a conservative so it's, it's it's almost kind of like proven these nasty stereotypes that we get that yeah quite a lot of people fit that stereotype quite and, and it's that's really sad isn't it and i, I know I, me saying this you know i'm all the anti-vegans out there now are like yeah i fucking admitted it finally the vegans are all you know but it it's sad man it's really sad to see that this stereotype is for, for some people well seemingly a lot because a lot of people came and attacked you that it's quite what do we do about this like how, how do we start to like unravel this and undo this uh you know these vegans who are kind of acting out the stereotype and this very negative, this you know, very angry, mm -hmm. um, completely intolerant of anyone of any political, other political views. Um, if jumping to conclusions and sharing things and attacking and canceling at a whim, mm -hmm. like this is not the first time this has happened. Right. <laughs> I think we, we know that. What, what, what do you, how do you think we move forward here? Um, well, uh, moving forward probably be the best way uh, uh breaking the cycle probably will be impossible uh moving forward yes only if people are prepared to open their minds and listen you must understand that um, a lot of activists are sublimating so uh, it's often due to uh, those people, they, they, they've experienced trauma, they've experienced uh, some kind of oppression themselves in order for them to then see it in others. Mm -hmm. um, so therefore, you know, a lot of people, there, is, um, the, there are insecurities. Okay, so just holding up the mirror to yourself. And first of all, you need to love yourself in order to help somebody else. So if the, if you already have those insecurities within yourself, then of course it's very easy to then project them because then that makes you feel good. So that's why I invite those people to the VCO because it's a very animal rights activist oriented. And those all those negative feelings that they're feeling, they need to be sublimated in the right way rather than attacking your colleagues. Uh, you know, so and by uh, attending those venues full of like minded people will actually help you overcome those insecurities. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I think I, I, I think is projection, isn't it? It's a lot projection. of this sadness, anger. I mean, we get we see we know anti vegan trolls and we see those and we know that that's when someone's angry, anti vegan, aggressive. We, 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 we can accept that we know all these things, but uh, we are at least I think a lot of us understand that these people are, but when it comes to our colleagues and vegans it's it's almost like 
it's a whole different world, isn't it? We 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 don't treat each other the same we treat non-vegans, which is weird. We treat non-vegans better than vegans, right? Yes. Uh, you know, isn't that a strange thing? So you guys got treated probably much worse than vegans because vegans have these incredibly high expectations. And, and if you fall any anywhere under that as a vegan, yeah, they come after you. And, and oh, well, the, the, the bad ones, I mean, we're talking about here, the ones we just mentioned who were going through some stuff and they absolutely, um, yeah, they're, they're bloodthirsty. They go for the throat, right? Go for yeah, the kill. Go for it. And it's really sad that you guys have, have gone. I mean, this, is this the first time you've been through? You said you've been kind of cancelled before, but I mean, is this the first time anything as big as this has happened, or is, is this something that's happened to you before? Uh, not on such a, um, a scale where you know where we were accused of uh, murder. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. If that had happened to you once before, I would have been surprised. I mean, <laughs> being accused of murder is a pretty. Jesus, oh, there's one thing you hope that never happens to you, isn't it? Especially if your family member. You, you had a family member contact. Oh, of your murder in your own family. God, yeah. yeah. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's 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 unfortunate. Where what do we where do we go from there? Because, like I said, those mm. people would not want to uh, hear the truth. You know, they just they mm. they just got, kept asking for more and more and more evidence. Uh, but there is nothing we could have done. Uh, better, or some people said you should have been handled better. And it's like, well, you know, unless you're in the receiving end of it, you know. Because yeah. I think one of the things was we didn't have any internet for, for quite some time either. So we were just relying on what people were telling us. So when it happened, there's people running up to us saying, this has happened, this has happened. And we just had to mm. take their word for it and say, can we take some photos of you and, and show what's going on? And um, it wasn't until I think it was about but I didn't get internet until we started leaving the camp out, which was Monday afternoon. That's when I really started to sort of, <laughs> sort of Facebook had all these loads of notifications on. Yeah. It's like, I think there's, I think there's an analogy or, or like a saying, it's like a dog with a bone, let's say, when people kind of got a hold of this, you, you couldn't get them off it, you know, and, and they, they want to keep going and going and going and going and going. Um, and, and it's, it's kind of almost, I've got a bit of a rule with the cancel culture stuff and, uh, I don't know, maybe this could might help you guys in the future as well. Uh, it's basically just never to give anything up. Um, and I mean, what I mean by that is you give an inch, they will never stop asking for more ever. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is applicable for vegans. It's applicable for anyone in any kind of social justice world. Anyone who's kind of moving along with like anyone, anyone progressively minded. I found that the solution if someone's coming after you really isn't to give them any kind of rationale or or results or resolution sorry or facts because it it never fixed in my experience it doesn't help they they want drama so um yeah i know you guys made a statement and and everything and i think that was the right thing to do for those who are genuinely worried but i would recommend not to engage and with anyone after that mm -hmm. because the ones who are genuinely concerned will be happy now and anyone who isn't happy now Mm -hmm. they weren't genuinely concerned and that's that's the end of the story isn't it so mm -hmm. do you know what i mean that's right yeah you're absolutely right it's, and yeah. uh, what uh, we've done um uh, commented um again just to reassure people uh, you know and those who just continue um uh, you know, um, saying that we were or some kind of wrongdoing that taken place, then we'll, mm -hmm. we just uh, step back and just let them do whatever they need to do if that mm -hmm. makes them feel better. Yeah. I think the more you give them, the more they'll push. Um, I, I know this type of person. I've 
I've been through something not quite as dramatic as this, but you know, been accused of things and yeah, I know, I know how unpleasant it is and how tempting it is to keep on weighing back in again, but it's it ultimately, it will pass, right? It will go away. People will forget about it. And that's pretty much the only way it's going to resolve. Uh, there's, yeah. there's nothing you could do now to make it go any faster. And every time you react, it slows it down. Like uh, this is from my experience. So, mm. so guys, what are you having planned for the future? What's next for you guys, activism wise? Like, what's going on for you? So, uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow, uh, we will be volunteering at a mini vegan camp out locally in Dorset. Um, it's uh, it's part of the campaign to make Dorset vegan. Uh, so, there will be a lot of parents bringing their children to the vegan camp out. So we'll be volunteering there. We will. We are also having a, a street a street outreach on Sunday, which is something that we the free are trialing at the moment. It's a three minute horror, a three minute a horror movie challenge. Um, rather than showing a silent, uh, diluted footage of slaughterhouses and farming on the streets, uh, you know for safety reasons. Uh, we will be uh, showing uncut uh, footage with the sound the lot for three to four minutes. Mm -hmm. And if somebody lasts for three or four minutes, they will just get a um, some kind of um, incentive at the end uh, to do with veganism. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it will be within uh, sort of four, we'll call it four dark rooms. People will go inside, you know, this little dark black tent. Uh, there will be big 32 inch screen. They will put the uh, headsets on and um, showing the footage from the British slaughterhouses. And on the way out, as they turn around, there will be mirror hanging saying that meet the uh, most dangerous animal on the planet. And they will be looking at themselves in the mirror. Setting all that sounds that sounds amazing. That sounds like a really advanced setup. That's right. So uh, we very yeah. uh, nervous, but very excited about it. So uh, amazing. Uh, but at least amazing. you know, with that kind of active, uh, uh, this kind of uh, outreach, people um, give consent. So it's not something that right in your face and you met with it on sure. the streets. And I think it will be sure. a lot more effective because they will be sat with it one on one, one to one, yeah. face to face, facing themselves, uh, and that's what they support. So hopefully, yeah. it will be very effective. That's just one of the things that we do. We're doing um, a solidarity uh, outreach in Birmingham, where we encourage all of the activists to come together. Uh, we will stand in formation again, showing footage. Uh, of slaughterhouses and farms and talking to people. So um, it will take place next weekend. And then Amazing. we will be at the launch of a new We The Free uh, team uh, in West London the day after. So we will be traveling from Birmingham to London and then back to Bournemouth doing activism here. We also do uh, food runs for the local uh, animal sanctuaries. So we just so many local businesses that just give out food. Uh, we collect it and we just take it to the sanctuary. And that's, that's amazing. 
So this yeah. year was kind of a little mini break for us. But again, the reason why obviously we went there is because we, we knew that there would be some really good names there and mm-hmm. uh, having Animal Rebellion there and hear about their plans at September was absolutely inspiring. So we've got calls with them as well now. So we will be helping them organizing the uh, big event against dairy. Uh, in September. Yeah, so it was it was absolutely worth going for the break and also to connect with uh, some some and obviously we connected too. So that's one more connection. Exactly. Uh, you can say we, we connect. A lot of us connected. It was it's an incredible event and it's such a shame that it's been, uh, you know, we've had to go through all this crap. But hey, uh, you know, overall still very very positive outcome from the event. Yes. And um, all I hope for you is that your mini vegan camp out coming up. Let's hope no one tries it on again. <laughs> tries to say someone else's dog has just randomly died at another vegan festival and not make a habit of it, huh? <laughs> Bloody hell. I know, we'd be for a baby. careful this time, okay? Because like I said, <laughs> we need that energy of focusing on something else. So we're going to split our shifts. So uh, we're not going to be going there together so that the dogs will stay at home. It's been amazing having you on and to clarify all of this. And, and, and I'm sure some people are going to be quite happy to hear this, you know, and then to, to see how much work you're doing and see what you're all about and put some actual people to the to the faces right and to the names because it's a lot harder to empathize with someone when it's just text on a screen so i really hope this mm-hmm. can bring some people around to back to being sensible again and do you have anything anything i missed anything you'd like to say yeah absolutely one thing you know <laughs> i'm gonna plug my position um as a sure. um a Tory is come uh, and uh, so uh, I would like my vegan activist colleagues to reach out to me because I do need their support uh, because it's a, a conservative party has uh, hold immense power um, in the UK in order to uh, you know inspire change and uh, I simply cannot do it by myself. I do need the support of everybody around me, and uh, uh, and therefore I would like to reach out. I would like them to reach out. They don't have to support the party. They just need to support me and my, um, you know, um, uh, sort of goal in order to help uh, use the Conservative Party um, and their support to inspire change i mean i'm excited to see some people's opinions on this because you're probably you're touching something that's very interesting there like people who may not support that the policies but would support you that's an intriguing i'd love to get into that more into like in depth in another podcast at some point and and i'm sure some people are going to discuss that in the comments so i'm excited to see what they have to say about it and uh and and i i, I think it's a great i think it's great by the way I'm, I don't know if I've given my opinion. I think what you're doing is is amazing. I'm fully supportive and let me know if there's anything I can do to to help you get your dig your nails in there and you know get in and start making some changes. I'm I'm fully behind whatever it takes to get this done. You know, let like to get to get some real change made. I'm I'm behind it. So you've got yes. my support. Thank you so much. Um, That's amazing. I mean, we can we can uh, go on the streets. We can go out with placards, etc. But if we don't get involved in politics, mm-hmm. you know, I think I don't really want all of the. Uh, such a huge effort to, uh, you know, just go mm. to waste. And uh, what I'm doing is, I don't know, uh, I'll probably be scrutinized by my colleagues, but I'm going straight into the dragon's den. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> I hope it works out well and I hope we can, you can make some changes and, and you know, you. rustle some feathers, rock the boat. Chris, is there anything you'd like to add before we close off? Oh, I don't think so, no. I think- 
everything's been covered. Cool. Thank you both so much for coming on and doing this. It's been amazing to have you here and all the best of luck with everything you've got coming up this weekend and beyond. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you very much for having us. It's been an absolute pleasure.